and welcome to the Maluli Asset Management Podcast for December 12th, 2012. This is Brendan, and today Tom and I are going to be speaking about long-term indicators. I figured that we would start off by uh, talking about how we manage money here at Maluli Asset Management. So, Tom, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, we've been using uh, point-and-figure charts since the late 90s. We picked them up from Dorsey Wright, uh, and you can check them out as well at DorseyWright.com. They are the leaders in terms of technical analysis and, in particular, point-and-figure charts. These charts are great for looking at mutual funds and stocks and even bonds uh, and interest rates. We can we can clearly see when things are moving in a positive or a negative trend. So they're really easy, uh, especially for uh, lots of investors who don't have experience with charts because really all you need to do is look at the picture and see the trend that's going on. But what's also great about these point and figure charts, Brendan, is that they give us the overall direction of the market as well. There's a couple of charts that we tune into on a regular basis just to kind of take the temperature of what's going on in the market. Right, and there's three technical indicators that you that you always talk about. Do you want to describe those a little bit for us? Yeah, uh, there's, well, we look at short-term indicators, intermediate and long-term indicators, and today we're going to talk about these, these three long-term indicators because they really do paint the backdrop of what's going on. And, and Brendan, I think you're going to find that The uncanny thing is that when you go back and look at when signals were given on these charts, you can tie them exactly to some pretty big turns in the market. And we're going to walk through a a couple of examples right now. So the the first of the three long-term indicators that we want to talk about is the bullish percent for all mutual funds. It seems crazy to get a long-term market indicator from mutual funds, but this really does give us a a long-term picture of money in motion. And the bullish percent, what the bullish percent is, and we've talked about this on other podcasts as well, it's the percent, bullish percent, it's the percent of charts in the universe, whatever universe you're looking at, that are on buy signals. So right now the universe that we're looking at is the bullish percent for all mutual funds, all equity mutual funds. We can do a bullish percent for all technology stocks. We can do a bullish percent for uh, the New York Stock Exchange. We can do a bullish percent for any kind of universe. So what we want to do is we want to get the bullish percent for all equity mutual funds. So that's the percentage of funds that are on buy signals. So you got to know when you're looking at a chart like this, a long-term indicator, you, you, you need to know the, the column that it's in. X's are going up and that's good and O's are going down. And you also need to know the signals. It's not necessarily important to know the patterns, but you got to know which column you're in and you got to know the signals. So in this particular case with this chart, it's really uncanny. It gave a sell signal a year ago in October of 2011 and then it went up again in X's through the beginning of 2012 but it reversed down into O's in June now we're sitting here in recording this in December so it's been in a column of O's for six months and it's been kind of one at least what I think it's one of those things that's been kind of keeping a lid 
on any kind of future activity in the market because the long-term bullish percent for mutual funds is now still declining in a column of O's. So it's on a sell signal, so that's not, not good either, but it's really uncanny to note that um, it reversed into a lower column of O's, you know, meaning it reversed from a higher top. The last time that happened, Brendan, was in the spring of 2008, and we know what happened after that. It's interesting also that this, gave a, this chart gave a sell signal in July of 2008, right before a lot of damage was done. So bullish percent for mutual funds is a, a pretty good long-term indicator. The second one that uh, I look at as a long-term indicator is the percentage of mutual funds that are in a positive trend. Now, what's a positive trend? Any chart that's trading over above its support line is in a positive trend. It can go up and it can go down, but as long as it stays above support, we're okay. We're in a positive trend. So this chart at the moment is pretty close to reversing to O's. It's still in X's, so it hasn't reversed yet, but it's very close to doing so. So we may get, you know, if we get the, a couple of down days in a row, we could see this chart reverse. So it's important to know whenever you're looking at these long-term charts, it's important to know whether we're on offense or defense. And these charts help do that. But it's also important to know the field position. For instance, when these charts reverse up from pretty washed out levels, it, it's, uh, uh, you've got the, uh, the wind at your back. You've got, uh, you know, the odds of making money in the market are pretty good. Likewise, when we reverse down from levels like we're at now, the risk is pretty high. Uh, and so you want to be really careful with your investments. It's interesting to note that um, we have seen sell signals in the last couple of years on this chart uh, three times in 2008 we got sell signals we got a sell signal in january we got another one in july and then we got another one in september so this was a pretty good indicator in 2008 of what was happening we also got a reversal last summer when we went through all this debt nonsense and the debt downgrade in august of 2011 so this is again another pretty accurate indicator and we shouldn't really ignore the signals so we've got one more long-term indicator, Brendan, and that's the measure of cash versus equities. And cash, uh, what we use is a 13-week T-bill, treasury bill rate, and we compare that to the S&P 500. And like the other two, it's important to know whether we're on offense or defense and, and also the field position. But when this chart reverses, it happens again at major turns in the market. July of 2008, we got a turn. March of 2009, we got a turn. November, last year, November of 2011, we got another signal there. So plenty of things to look at when you're taking a look at these long-term charts. They do provide a, a really good backdrop and help paint the picture of whether we're on offense or defense. And, you know, that we take the long-term first and then we take a, a closer look at the intermediate term and then we you know, come up real close and look at the short term as well. And I guess we'll be looking at, uh, you know, if in other podcasts, we'll be going through the intermediate indicators and the short term indicators as well. But it's also important to, to keep in mind that uh, when we're going through these podcasts and videos, uh, that none of the securities that we mention 
in a podcast or a video represent a past specific recommendation of Maluli Asset Management. And this video, even though we're talking about indicators, like any video that we put out, it's not a recommendation to buy or sell any of the securities that we mentioned here. Um, quite frankly, if you're relying on a podcast for investment advice, we think you're making a huge mistake. So always consult with your investment advisor before making a decision to buy or sell any kind of investment. If you don't have an advisor, feel free to contact us. You can find us on the web at maluli.net. That's M-U-L-L-O-O-L-Y dot net. Or you can call us at 732-223-9000. That's going to wrap up this week's podcast. Uh, hopefully you all learned something about long-term indicators, and we'll see you all next week. Thanks. Thank mm-hmm. you.